millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There is nothing I love more than an amazing meal with high-quality meat cooked at home because... Let's be honest, eating out is so expensive. And you also know that eating out is the number one budget buster. That is why I am so glad I found ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service dedicated to delivering high-quality, grass-fed and grass-finished beef, organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood directly to your doorstep with free shipping always. You even get exclusive member deals, recipes, and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing price. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code ETM and get $20 off your first box at ButcherBox.com. Last night, we made a beef stew with meat from ButcherBox, and you can taste the difference. It was so satisfying and delicious. And all of our friends that were over for a dinner party, they raved at how good it was. So do yourself a favor and eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering my listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm and use code etm to choose your free offer and get $20 off. How in the world should I value my workplace benefits and decide whether I should make a change or not on this episode of Shauna Shares Community Q&A? You're listening to Millennial Money with award-winning money expert and serial entrepreneur, Shauna Come to Game where we flip the script on the old school approach to everything your parents never taught you about money. Each week, Shauna creates a safe space by talking with special guests from around the world about money wellness, entrepreneurship, traveling like a boss, and what makes millennials tick. Unique stories, trailblazing perspectives, tips, tricks, and everything there is to know about money. Find it all here as you uncover your money story and unlock the life you want to live. Pretty cool, right? Here's Shauna. Money expert, Indiana Hoosier, and burger aficionado. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash CD specials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode of Shauna Shear's Community Q&A. In this episode, I'm tackling a question from Susanna. Susanna wrote in and said, Hi there, Shauna. I've been listening to this show for a while now and finally got up enough nerve to ask a question. I'm new at a company and looking over all the workplace benefit options, and my head is spinning. I don't know how to place any value on what I'm being offered or really what to pick. 
I'm also really thinking about money lessons from the pandemic and how that shapes my benefit choices, like, hello, mental health benefits. Also, I know that I just started working for this company, but I'm also considering making a big life change and start building my own business. Of course, if I do that, I lose out on all these juicy benefits, but again, I don't really know if any of these are of value. Okay, so you see, I'm lost here. I'd love to hear any tips from you or experts who can help guide me in valuing all of this and thinking about takeaways from the pandemic. Oh, also, any tips for deciding if it's worth leaving these benefits behind? Because they can also be expensive. Thanks so much for answering my question. Susanna, first of all, I'm so glad you worked up enough nerve to send in that question because this is a great question, especially since we're in the new year. And I think when you get in the new year, you're trying to figure out all sorts of things. You're trying to set new habits. You're trying to think about your life going forward. It's it's kind of this refresh point, but I think it also brings up all of these decisions about money that maybe you've put on the back burner last year just because you didn't want to deal with them or you didn't want to think about them. And let's be honest, 2020 was a very tough year. 2021 was tough as well. And who the heck knows what 2022 is going to be like, but let's just hope it's not as much of a roller coaster as before. So while you might have already chosen your workplace benefits last fall during open enrollment, I think it's still important to understand what you have and what's available to you in the future. And I love that you're talking about value. So I think we tend to obviously think about health insurance when it comes to our workplace benefits, but there are so many other benefits from most companies that are available to you. They can include things like employer match for your 401k, life insurance, disability and benefits, maybe perks like parking or wardrobe or computer equipment for you to work on, or maybe going back to school to get an advanced degree. Or yeah, Susanna, you mentioned mental health benefits. I think a lot of us who work at companies are thinking about mental health and and that is a value because let's be honest, going to a therapist, unless it's covered by your health insurance plan, it can be very, very expensive. And most of us don't have a spare couple hundred to $300 just laying around to go to therapy a couple of times a month. Now, there are lots of amazing options out there for teletherapy and online therapy and apps and all sorts of things. So I don't want to just sound like the only way to go to therapy is to make it expensive. But the cool thing is that a lot of employers are getting on board and are offering some sort of mental health benefits. But you know, those benefit packages, when you're looking at them, they can be very confusing. You don't know what they're paying for or what you have to pay for. And then of course, yes, if there's a cost involved, the decision is like, well, do I want to spend my money on that? Or do I want to spend my money on eating out or maybe trying to pay off debt or whatever it might be? So it's it's confusing. And you also brought up the idea, Susanna, of making a big life change. There was a recent study done by MetLife that talked about millennials are in this frame of mind where they're thinking about making big life changes. And I don't think that's just for millennials. I think a lot of us are thinking about what do we want our life to look like? We've just come through, maybe not out yet, but through this kind of crazy life experience that we all have been through with the pandemic. And it it does really put your attention on 
what do I want life to look like? What do I want to do? How do I want to spend my time? What do I want to do with my money? All sorts of things like that. So I think you're in the right place if if that is your frame of mind and that is your thinking. And obviously, if you start your own company, those benefits don't come with you usually. And so, yeah, you do have to think about things a little bit differently. So I had the chance to speak with Marcus Smallwood, who is Vice President of Workforce Engagement at MetLife, and Marsha Barnes, who's been on this show before. She is CEO of a company called The Finance Bar, who they deal with workplace benefits on a daily basis and are very passionate about helping people figure out how to value these. What sort of things should you ask? What questions should you ask about workplace benefits? How to figure out what to choose and not choose when there is a cost involved. So I thought, let's just hear their advice on how to know what workplace benefits work for you and then how to actually value those. Let's jump into the conversation. I think to start out, so we're we're in a new year and it's definitely an understatement to say that the pandemic has had a really big impact on our lives, our careers, especially financially speaking. Curious from both of you, what do you think are some of the biggest lasting financial impacts that have kind of come out from, from the pandemic? Marcus, do you want to start us off? Sure, sure. Well, across the board, the pandemic has caused a clear disruption to people's lives, and it's changed the way that we approach nearly every aspect of our short and long-term decision-making. But this is especially true when we're talking about people's financial health. And in many ways, the pandemic shed light on and ultimately surfaced a lot of the financial challenges people were already faced with. And so now, nearly two years in, people are only feeling those pressures more intensely. I would say also as a result, I think one of the biggest impacts that we've seen since the start of the pandemic is that people and employees are increasingly looking at their employer's benefit offerings in a whole new light. So now more than ever, employees are looking towards their employer benefits and the coverages that they offer as an extension of their overall financial health. And they're asking themselves, how can the benefits my employer offers help me manage my financial goals? Or how can the employer's offerings help ease some of the financial anxieties that arose from uh, and intensified during the pandemic? But it's clear, people are beginning to take stock of their financial uh, lives in a whole new way these days. And as we continue to deal with the pandemic and the variants of the virus, I would expect that we'll only start to see these uh, continue in the months ahead. Tell me just a little bit more, Marcus, about that idea of financial health. Like, what does that really mean? Well, financial health is, you know, when you when you think about your overall financial well-being, and we know that uh, the anxieties that come up from financial health play into someone's overall um, health and well-being and, 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 and themselves. And so as we're looking at kind of what's happened during the pandemic and the challenges that people have been faced with with uncertainty, they're looking at their pocketbook as well. And what we found is over the next 12 months, uh, many millennials are especially looking to make a, a major life change over the next 12 months. And many of those changes, you know, come with, with a price tag as well. Okay. All right. So we're going to get back to that life change, but Marsha, just curious from your side, what do you think some of the biggest lasting financial impacts have been? Well, I think that Marcus said it best when he mentioned that, you know, over these next 12 months, millennials are, are going to really hone in on their financial health. But your question specifically, uh, Shauna, around 
what financial impacts are here to say, I would have to say that it's, again, to Marcus's point, it's paying more attention to our financial health. We all know that years ago we were in a recession and now we have a pandemic. And after the pandemic, I think that now we all realize is that even after this, there will be something else down the line here, maybe in a couple of years. And, and who knows the way this year went, you know, 2020, 2022, we may see something again. So I definitely believe that Millennials and other generations will simply just pay more attention, more attention to their financial health because financial health impacts our mental health. Right. Mm-hmm. Our, our mental health is also impacted by our careers and our jobs. So I just think many individuals are going to pay more attention simply to their financial health, because what so many people are looking for right now is to not be concerned, to not be worried, to not be afraid of what's around the corner for us financially and otherwise. Marsha, I am, uh, <laughs> I, I'm like putting our, putting our like fictitious seatbelt on. I don't know if we can handle anything else in 2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So now we're, we're just trying to like prepare for what may come around the corner. And I believe that's just here to stay, which is a good thing, right? For sure. Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit, uh, Marcus, you brought up the idea that uh, millennials in particular, this MetLife survey that was released in 2021, uh, your annual open enrollment survey, you found some really interesting things. And one specific thing was that four in five millennials say that they're expecting to make a major life change in the next 12 months. And I think with major life changes also brings a lot of stress and anxiety and trying to figure out the right things to do with your money. So maybe just start here. You know, how do you know if, if you're ready to make a major life change and then any tips about how to kind of set yourself up financially? Yeah, sure. Well, let's, let's start with how do you know if you're ready to make a major life change and I'll lean on what our research uncovered, which is as we inch towards the two year mark of life and work amid the pandemic, younger Americans and especially millennials are slowly beginning to revisit the personal milestones they previously shelved as they had to deal with more pressing and immediate concerns that came on due to the pandemic. But with vaccines being more readily available and booster shots on the rise, Our research found that 81% of millennial employees are expecting to make a major life change over the next 12 months. So this can be buying a house, getting married, or or bringing home a furry friend. Uh, But millennials are feeling ready to revisit some of those major milestones that they had until now previously put on the back burner. Now, of course, in the current environment, feeling ready is completely subjective. But part of this, um, (laughs) you know, is, you know, feeling financially stable enough to take those next steps. And so I would say a good first next step to setting yourself up to financial success is to take stock of your current financial situation and determine how your your needs and your personal circumstances may have changed this year or may be changing uh, in 2022. And then you can take a look at benefits that you've elected during open enrollment. And, and Shauna, I, I get it. Many of us tend to elect those benefits during open enrollment, and then we forget about them for the next eight months until, right. you know, a surprise dental appointment creeps up on you. And, and I'll, I'll tell you what, I've been guilty of that as well. But instead of doing that, I would suggest read back through those benefits that you elected to determine if they offer, you know, protection and how they can help improve your overall financial well-being. Yeah, yeah, such great advice. Marsha, wondering if you have any thoughts about just how to set yourself up financially so that this change maybe isn't as stressful as maybe it could be. Well, I, I think 
Number one, uh, Shauna, it's important that we take stock of our, our own financial health. So much of what we've heard over the years, no matter what it was, right, when it comes to benefits, retirement, investing, how we handle our money is just from buzz that we've seen, you know, social media or in the media. So one of the things um, that I love that Marcus just mentioned is the, the fact of taking a look at what that looks like for you. What does your financial portfolio look? And then from there, you make the next best step. Now, as it relates to benefits, because for you know some millennials, I've heard from so many millennials, Shauna, over the years that have said, listen, I don't invest in benefits at all for my employer because it's simply something that I can't even afford. You know, and that has worked for me. So I will say that maybe we need to stay away from that um, a bit because the pandemic has, you know, has shown us that our health can be compromised at any time, whether we've had issues, you know, financial health issues in the past or not. So I would say, but when it comes specifically to our health benefits, look to others that have been in your place. So if it's, you know, your parents, friends, aunts or uncles that can, you know, tell you like, what did you, you know, invest in when it comes to your health benefits? What would be smart for me to do? And then go from there. But definitely first, just take stock of what's in front of you opposed to maybe some of the buzz or media buzz or even social media buzz that you hear out there and just make it unique to your financial situation. I think that's great advice, Marsha. I think if the pandemic has shown us anything, it's that we're all vulnerable. And we know that we, you know, tomorrow is not guaranteed for all of us, but we can kind of uh, get in this habit of just assuming that tomorrow's going to be here and everything's going to be fine and we're not going to need to go to the doctor or whatever it might be. But Mm -hmm. that's a really good point. And another thing I wanted to talk a little bit about, I have so many friends who, because of the pandemic, are really starting to look at their careers differently. Maybe they were only focused on income before. And now they're starting to to look at those benefits in a little different light than maybe they had before. So curious from both of you, are there workplace benefits that, that maybe we normally sort of seem to overlook or not think they're valuable when maybe we should take another second look at those? Yeah. Yeah. Shauna, you know, I'll start with that one. And and the short answer is yes, absolutely. Um, When we think about benefits, most of us probably think health insurance. And and of course, that's incredibly important, especially in today's world. But what we don't necessarily always consider are the other valuable offerings that we could be taking advantage of. And and those would be voluntary benefits, which help bridge the gaps that are traditionally covered through uh, health and and uh, other medical plans. So let's start with legal plans, for example. This may not be the first thing that comes to mind when you think about benefits, but personal legal plans offered through the employer can give you access to a wide network of attorneys with no co-pays or deductibles. And you can see the attorney as much as as you'd like as throughout the uh, course of the year. And it covers everything from consultations, wills, estate planning, real estate matters, and, and much, much more. But think of it like this. It's like having your own personal attorney on retainer when you need them. Financial anxiety, anyone? Yeah, you're not alone. But worrying about it, it doesn't help. Earnin does. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an additional tip. 
Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling, you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Listen, if you've been using Mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news. As you might know, Mint is shutting down for good. But the good news? Well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic. And it was so time-consuming. I tried all of the apps but I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Now, for all of those folks that have pets at home, like myself, 
<laughs> you know, pet insurance can, can help curb <laughs> the cost of routine veterinary costs and also help offset pricey procedures like surgeries or overnight vet stays. Uh, and, and this can be a huge financial relief to pet parents like me. And so this is especially important for millennials to keep in mind, considering that our research found that 50% of millennials are more likely to get a pet than get this, than to have a child over the next 12 months. So yeah. Oh, wow. And so considering, you know, these less than traditional benefits, they can help uh, employees avoid dipping into their savings later on. And it's a really important aspect in maintaining your overall financial health. So I got to know, Marcus, are you a dog person or a cat person? <laughs> I am a dog person uh, and, and Butterscotch is our dog. I call her Butters. Um, she is an important part of our family. I love it. Care. What a fantastic <laughs> name. I feel like people are either one or the other, right? Like, Marsha, are you a dog person or cat person? I am a dog person. I am so terrified of cats and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in good company here then, I see. <laughs> Yeah. So, hey, um, Shauna, one other thing that I want to mention, too, is, you know, I'd I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that a lot of employers offer financial wellness tools out there for employees to take advantage of. And and I would encourage to take the time to do the research and seeing how those those plans can help, you know, with uh, your financial outlook. And, you know, and speaking of financial planning tools, you know, there's one that's out there that's available for everybody, regardless of who you work for. But MetLife recently launched a new financial wellness app called Upwise. And and in creating Upwise, MetLife's goal was to develop a mobile app that would help employees create positive financial habits and and make progress that feels good. Um, People often need help taking those first steps to improve their financial wellness. And Upwise suggests tangible actions that can move movers closer to their financial goals. And it's a great complement to any of the standard employer-offered financial wellness programs that may be out there. And Marcus, what about, uh, are a lot of employers now offering some sort of mental health benefits? Is that, is that a focus kind of coming out of this pandemic? It, it is. We are, we are hearing a lot from our, our customers and employers that you know, mental health is a, a priority for them. And, and what we're finding too is they're looking at all aspects that, that go into an overall mental health. And there's, they're realizing that the financial health piece of this plays a big part into someone's overall financial, uh, mental health well-being. Yeah, and I know, Marsha, you, you you talked about that in the beginning of the episode about the connection between our mental health and our financial health. Wondering if you could just expand a little bit on that um, from kind of what you see out there with, with people really struggling with, with that side of things when it comes to money. Yeah, so yeah, sure. So as I mentioned, uh, Shauna, our financial health impacts our mental health. And what we often overlook is the fact that if we're not, you know, seeking out assistance from, you know, directly from a therapist where we're paying out of pocket ourselves, you know, Marcus mentioned the financial app Upwise, which is great. But then there's also benefits where, you know, employers help with mental health by way of their employee assistance programs. So that I often think that's one thing that employees are overlooking as well, because we hear it a lot. You know, I think I need to see a therapist, but I also don't believe I can afford a therapist. But then there are resources that our employers offer and we don't even realize. And I think we should do that because sometimes we just sit, you know, alone and just within our thoughts to think about our finances. How are we going to make it through? What is the next best step? So I would encourage everyone, you know, as we talked about throughout this entire um, 
call is the fact that just take your time and just slow down a bit when it comes to your benefits. And even if you're not thinking about it every single day throughout the calendar year, maybe even quarterly, go back, put it on your calendar four times a year and just revisit what you have. Because I promise you, Shauna, there's always something that we've just overlooked that can really be beneficial for us and that can also allow us to keep money in our pockets because our employer is just kind of doing the work for us. So I just think it's really yeah. important that we we really pay attention to that. It's so important. And I know I got a listener question that I kind of want to throw out to both of you and get your thoughts because so many are still working in a virtual environment and you know can't just go down the hall to HR and and some people don't even know what to even say to HR in terms of evaluating their benefits. So kind of in this world that we're still in this in-between world where we're virtual I would imagine that it's maybe even more difficult to kind of start a conversation with someone in HR to understand benefits, to evaluate benefits. Any advice that you have for someone who's kind of in that position and maybe is like afraid or doesn't know what to say or doesn't even know what to ask about benefits? One, the advice that you gave to go talk to a friend or a family member about their current experience, that that can help. That can be a starter. And, and just doing a little bit of research and having those conversations can go a long way in helping you navigate the benefits that may be available for you. Um, but going to your HR, your human resources, and your benefits team, that's what they're there for. Um, th- those are compassionate individuals that that have seen a lot of the things that, that employees may be going through. And so uh, there's also a, a lot of companies offer, you know, uh, web pages, benefit guides, and other areas. If you're not ready to have that conversation, you can do some of that self-research on your own uh, through some of those um, tools that will be available. And there's some de- decisions and de- uh, guidance and support tools that are out there through artificial intelligence as well um, that has been um, developed to help you navigate through understanding the benefits that may be available for you. Oftentimes, we we get into our jobs and we're so excited in the beginning, like I'll go to this job and I'm, this is my pay and these are my benefits. And then we get there and we're not necessarily afraid to contact HR, but to your, your point, we just don't know what to say. So for anyone listening, what I encourage you to do is you can take it back to elementary. You know, think of yourself as being this five-year-old and you just, you know, you really have no idea of what the world has to offer you yet. And simply say, listen, here's my benefit package. Explain to them what you have. Ma'am or sir, can you please explain to me what does this mean? You know, just simply, generally explain to me what this means. And that way you're you're now knowledgeable of just what that means specifically for your unique situation, Shauna. So again, I don't think that we're afraid to do that. I just think that we don't do it. And it's very important for us to do when we really don't understand what's in front of us because life gets busy, right? And we we all we all know this. Right. Who has time to call HR? Like throughout the year, we I think we can all we can all relate to that. We don't like to use our days to say today I'm going to call HR. We don't. But I am going to say that we I think we need to be more mindful of doing that because our benefits are a part of our overall financial plan and our overall financial portfolio. So treat it just as if you were checking in on your stocks. Treat it the very same. I'm Samantha Cole, host of the new season of Understood, The Pornhub Empire. Over the course of four episodes, I'll tell you how a horny YouTube knockoff in Canada came to dominate the porn world only to shatter their cheeky reputation in a massive scandal. 
The Pornhub Empire is a new season of Understood from the CBC. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. From Foreign Policy, I'm Rena Ninen, the host of the Hidden Economics of Remarkable Women. Over the past few years, we've looked at how women around the world are changing societal norms to increase their economic power. This season, we're focusing completely on girls, how they're pushing for a brighter, more powerful future, and what the rest of us can do to set them up for success. Join us for stories about girl power, young women who are fighting for change, to give themselves a chance to live a life of their own choosing. That's season six of The Hidden Economics of Remarkable Women, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, so going back to the idea of of a lot of millennials making some sort of change, I know a lot of people are making career changes. They're either leaving their employer, going to a new one, maybe they're starting their own business, whatever it might be. The pandemic is kind of really shaking things up in the workforce. So let's say I'm I'm up for a job and I'm kind of trying to figure out whether I stay at my current job or I go to this other job and it it's kind of coming down to like benefits and what benefits these uh, employers both offer. Do you have any tips or suggestions for how we would kind of weigh out those different benefit uh, offerings to figure out what might be most valuable to us? Marcus mentioned the, the MetLife app, Upwise, which anyone could use that. It doesn't matter if you're in the office, right? So that's one thing that helps with your financial health. Then there are employee assistance programs that often often includes therapy or for some for you to reach out to speak to someone if you feel like you need to get, you know, get things out of your mind and you need a listening ear. Doesn't matter if you're working from home or in the office. And then there are other wellness benefits, Shauna, ex- you know, for example, reimbursements for gym memberships, reimbursements for tuition assistance. You know, again, those are things that doesn't matter if you're work from home or you're in the office. So I would I would definitely um, encourage anyone to just pay attention to the things that you do still have, opposed to what you think you no longer have. Because in many situations, it doesn't matter, you know, where you're working from. Because if we really think about it, Shauna, even before the pandemic, everyone wasn't 100% in the office. We've always heard that many people were working from home. It may have not just been us. So I would just, you know, again, encourage everyone to consider the things that you actually do have, um, that's offered to you and then take it from there and then use them. That's the really important part is to, you know, <laughs> take stock of what you have and then take action by utilizing them. If not, we're, we're just leaving money on the table, you know, when it comes to our benefits, if we're all being honest. Marsha, you hit you hit the nail on the head. I, I, and, I, and I would just so you know, too, you know, employers are mindful of this, too. There There is a war for talent out there. And one of the, the top things that we're hearing from our, our employers are that um, they really want to put a big focus on attracting top talent and retaining them. And they're seeing that, you know, uh, the, the salary is just table stakes. 
right? And so once they get that right, what else are they offering to help that employee make that decision to come work for them and to stay with them? And they're using benefits as a way to way to do that. And so as you're is if someone's out there thinking about should I go to company A or company B, you know, first I would take a look at kind of what are what's important to me. You know, what, what kind of coverage do I need? Uh, and does that employer offer that? What are some of the changes that I'm going to make throughout um, this next year? And do the benefits that are available for, through this employer allow uh, me to do that as well? And so by taking that personal stock and understanding exactly, you know, what you may be getting from a, from a company and those, some of those other ancillary benefits could weigh in your decision on, on where if you're going to company A or company B. Yeah, great advice. And you mentioned being proactive. So we're in 2022 and and although we won't make new benefit choices for, you know, quite a few months here in, in this year, how do we be proactive kind of thinking ahead this year so that when we do get to open enrollment time 2022, we know the value of our benefits. We know what we're selecting. Like we have a good plan versus just either, ah, I guess I'll just leave it or I don't know what to choose. Uh, any advice for how we can you know, let's be like a little bit more proactive this year. Yeah, Shauna, I would, I would say a great idea is to think about what happened for you in the year prior. And I want us all to just remember that this is not, you know, in case you had any emergency and it's like, oops, I need to have like dental surgery. It's for the things that you've said last year, I didn't do it, whether it's like a HSA or, you know, flexible spending accounts, you know, money where you like you could contribute to it each month, even if you're not using it, using those accounts immediately. What are some of the things that you would like to do? Is it, you know, a dental surgery? Is it any other type of medical surgery that you have to do? It's like, you know, Marcus said earlier, do, are you considering getting a pet? So it may not be things that are happening in your life right now, but Make, take a sticky note and just jot down a few things that you would like to see to happen for yourself. So when benefit, you know, enrollment comes or rolls around, Shauna, you can say, okay, now I'm prepared. And maybe this is not like in a one sitting, you just figure it all out. And now you have this perfect list for a benefit enrollment um, season. It's just over time, just start to consider things that will happen for you or may happen. So when it's time to enroll, you're just more equipped and it just makes sense for you, you know, to your point, instead of just saying, you know, is my health insurance plan the same check mark, dental check mark, life insurance check mark, so forth and so on. So it's, it's just, I think, work that we can all do over a period of time to say, you know, I didn't do this, but I would like to do this. This may happen or not. And then our benefits just help us with that. And then the great part about, you know, open enrollment is that it happens once a year. So even if we didn't get everything right this time around, next year will come again and we can, you know, try our best to make it, you know, more unique and uh, more streamlined for us and our families. Yeah, I'll, I'll add to that, too, as well Is um, you know, a lot of employers, they invest uh, heavily into communication. Right. Making sure that employees get informed of important updates and um, so they can make informed decisions when it matters to them. Um, but what we find is a lot of the times, you know, whether that communication comes through the, the mail or digitally, sometimes we overlook those because we have more pressing things that we're concerned with at the moment and we think we're going to go back to them. I would encourage to, to make sure you're reading those communications because there's a lot of things that your employer is trying to get in front of you that could have a, a real impact uh, on you. And I'll give an example. I, um, you know, my 
we had a friend that passed away and uh, they didn't have life insurance. And my wife, you know, asked me, do we have life insurance? I said, yeah, absolutely we do. And then she says, well, tell me about it. What do I do if, if you were to pass away? Where do I go? Who do I contact? And it made me realize that we needed a plan, right? We mm-hmm. had the coverage, but we didn't have a plan and she didn't understand the coverage and allowed me to sit down with her and explain what it is, uh, how much we're covered for, where she would go. And then we found out there's other services within our life coverage plan that could help someone through the grieving process as well. So all of these things that, that, that can come up, um, but it's just really taking time, investing time in yourself to educate yourself about these benefits. Um, and then you can do that throughout the year. And Shauna, do you mind if I just add one more note on to what Marcus just mentioned? Go for it. Yeah. So I, again, I love what, what Marcus just mentioned around, you know, his wife asking him the question about, you know, having life insurance, but then taking that a step forward to say, well, well, what does that really mean if something were to happen? And that's something that I, that we speak to our followers, you know, a lot about is, you know, for so many of millennials that have moved away from home, you know, like say that, you know, I'm from South Carolina, but now I've moved to New York and no one has any idea of what's happening in my life. It's also important to, when you think about your benefits, aside from like general medical insurance, dental insurance, even pet insurance, to see if they have any type of legal assistance. You know, is it a will or creating an estate plan for you? Because we all need a way that, you know, if we know that we have insurance, well, then if something happens to us, then who else knows that, Shauna, right? It's kind of like, I call it a financial toolkit, that if something were to happen to you, and again, you know, going back to the pandemic, so many people were hospitalized and some people, their family knew, some didn't know. Some had access to their important documents, some didn't. So I think that's another key component of when we think about our benefits packages and open enrollment to consider if there are any type of legal resources um, that your employer offers as well for that specific reason. Yeah, that's a great, great point. And, and, and Sean, I'll just, you know, lastly add to that you, you had asked, like, what can they do throughout the year? A lot of benefits and, um, and resources that are provided through employers, you don't have to wait until open enrollment for right? Um, they can be available um, throughout the year. And so you can take advantage of those. I mentioned pet insurance being one of those. That's something that as you, you know, go and, and adopt a pet, um, you could sign up for any time of the year. Um, but there's also opportunities if you have a, um, what we would call a qualifying event, something's changed in your life uh, that has changed your circumstances. Many employers will allow you to make changes in your benefits at that time. And those are good opportunities to um, elect coverages that now uh, fit your changing lifestyle. Wow, such great advice. Well, you both have armed us with a ton of tips to get us set this year and start thinking about benefits going forward. And I love the conversation about valuing benefits. I think that is such an important one to have. So I would love for you to tell uh, each of you, tell us uh, where we can go to connect with you both and and learn more about continue this conversation. So Marcus, I'll, I'll start off with you. Yeah, well, I would invite, you know, um, us, anyone to, to visit us at MetLife.com. Our, our research uh, can be found found there. You can uh, visit us at uh, MetLife.com uh, employee trends, and that'll be a good place for you to, to, to visit um, and, and learn a little bit more about the research and, and how benefits can help, uh, you know, changes or help you plan for changes that uh, you may be having over the next year or so. Yeah, Shauna. And for, for myself, you can visit us, you know, our website is thefinancebar.com across all social media platforms at the finance bar um, as well, where we've done a lot of work with MetLife over the years. So I encourage you to go back and look at those videos, you know, as it relates to 
open enrollment. But then uh, let's not forget what Marcus mentioned earlier during our time here together is to visit that app, that Upwise app to help you with your financial health as you plan for, you know, this year and years in the future. And then also, please be sure to share that information with your family and friends. Susanna, I hope that answered your questions and then some. There was so much great advice in there about how to think about workplace benefits kind of going forward in this new year and how to value those benefits. And then I love the conversation about all of the different types of benefits that are being offered by employers that you just might not even know about. So it's definitely worth asking the question. And certainly if you're thinking about making a big life change or a big career change, like really looking at those benefits and thinking about how that figures into your overall salary because there there are values attached to each and every benefit. As always, if you have a question that you would love for me to tackle on Ashana Shares episode, you can head right to the show notes. Feel free to share a success story, a burning question you might have, something that you're trying to figure out. As always, you can also remain anonymous as well. That's totally fine with me. Just let me know. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or family member, someone who you know is trying to figure out this whole thing about workplace benefits. You can head to the show notes for all the links to our episode guests, as well as our amazing episode sponsors who make this podcast possible. I'll see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode. Hey, you. Yes, you. Before you go, we want to say thanks for listening to this episode of Millennial Money. For all the links, tags, and ads you've heard on today's episode, check out the show notes or go to mmoneypodcast.com where you'll find more episodes to share with your friends. While you're at it, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss out on all the money tips and tricks that will take you from a millennial regular to a millennial money expert. See you back here in a few days with a fresh new episode.